Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Outkick 360 is back alongside Chad Withrow and Paul Koharski. I'm Jonathan Hutton. Glad you're with us yet again. What day is this, Chad? It is day 48 day on the 48 show. Day 48. Here. He had a little trouble getting the day today. He Trying to do the math. Did you just I was like, oh, Friday was 45. He was gone. Monday, 46. I brought, a, I brought an abacus out. <laughs> Tuesday was 47. A Ouija board. <laughs> yeah, the Ouija. Uh, Jacob had a Ouija board. He actually has a spare one. He's got one in his car, one in here. Broke that out. Wednesday, day 48. Jake Popoff is our production assistant, along with David Reed, who's the chairman of the board. Jakob Swanson is here as well, always doing a fantastic job. Lance Lee, MIA. Yeah. He has the well-deserved day off for, for Lance Lee, plus Becca Risley and Sleepy Danny down the hall making it happen. Live from Blackbird Studio and Blackbird Academy. Glad you're with us on Outkick 360 across the Outkick Network. A lot to get to. And we start with what was a crazy night for one Paul Koharski. The text chain was... It was on fire. It was on fire. It was unprecedented text chain action. It was amazing. It was incredible. I couldn't believe what I was reading. And I, I feel like he was venting to us through the power of his thumbs. Paul, tell us said, what happened last I, night I a little bit. I said uh, at the end... Uh, uh, I needed this to be cathartic so that I could sleep. <laughs> How'd you sleep? Yeah, How'd that I, go? I, I, didn't, I didn't sleep. Didn't sleep great? I didn't sleep. Stay on the couch all night? Uh, I was in the bonus room. <laughs> I, I watched, I think, four episodes of The Good Wife, and then I put on a, uh, a, a sleep meditation thing. Didn't get back to the serpent? I didn't get back to the serpent. I didn't want to be engaged on the edge of my yeah. seat. I wanted something that I'd so seen relax. before to fall asleep. The Good Wife relaxes. It, it, it didn't work. A yeah. Good Wife is a relaxing show for me. <laughs> yeah, it was just a terrible night at a at a travel ball game. Um, <laughs> not good. Not good. And uh, you know, the incident with uh, with a woman from uh, from the other team, and uh, not good. So how much detail do you want to go into here, Paul? Yeah, I mean, I'd, like, I'd like to leave it at that, but I know I'm not getting away with that. There was, a, there was an incident with a woman who said something disagreeing with you, right? Oh, there was a or play you, in the you play. and your wife. Disagreeing with my wife. So yeah. she's, she's a mom, it seemed, of, of a player on the other team. She's sitting uh, in our side. I know you guys don't uh, don't see a problem with that uh, uh, automatically. I don't know why when your bleachers are wide open on your side and ours are pretty full, you come and sit right in front of me uh, <laughs> and, and our side. So I was a little annoyed by that to start. What with. was the but status of the sun at this moment? Was the no other sun, bleachers looking no, at the sun? No okay. factor. No sun. Just factor. trying to get all the all what, the details. No no sun factor. As to why they would be there. Whatsoever. So there's a play at the plate. Simon throws from center field to the plate. Uh, close play. Kid stood up. 
I, I thought he was safe. I wasn't looking at him at the kid tagging a plate. I was looking at the tag. Teresa looked at the play at the plate, um, and she said that the kid didn't step on the plate. And she said he he missed the missed the plate. And this woman turns around and says, "No, he didn't." And Teresa said, "Yes, he did." And she said, "No, he didn't." And Teresa said something along the lines of uh, like. And this woman was very aggressive about the no, he didn't, and very aggressive about like turning all the way around to face her. And Teresa said something like, if you don't like hearing the other side's opinion, it's weird that you would sit on the other side. Like if you're going to sit here, you're going to hear the other side's opinion. Yeah. And this really kind of set the woman off who was very aggressive and loud and in her face. And we know how I react to somebody being aggressive and loud and in my face. And well, you're was, usually the person that's aggressive right. and loud. And, and her, this was face. aggressive and loud and in her face. Uh, and, you know, she's... she's. When you say in her face, she's like standing like nose to nose with her. Well, turn, turn, you know, these, these are, are tin they're bleachers. bleachers. You, yeah. know, you know how tight they are. She didn't stand up, but she... She's already sitting against small. her knees. Yeah, she's already sitting against her knees. She turned into her lap. So if I'm getting the, the logistics right, she's kind of like turned, like is Teresa like straddling her or is she just next to her behind her and kind of turns back and is... Yeah, it's pretty close. Okay, you know, She's gotcha. turned almost gotcha. fully around. And so I picked up on that and I'm like, it's odd that you would, you know, she's like, do you know baseball? Still talking about the tag. And I said, well, I know, yeah, I know baseball and I know that those bleachers over there are wide open and you can go. So it turns into a a relatively loud argument. And then a dad on my team, who I don't really speak to much. Which everyone could probably hear because these Little League games aren't exactly packed and loud places. Yeah. If someone's talking in the stands loudly, you could hear it. So a dad on my team, who's sitting well away and has no idea what the exchange is about, chimes in and says something like, uh, Paul, knock it off, you're disrespecting a woman. Now, you guys know that I've been involved in uh, men and, the, and these things, and I'm not. Uh, respecting women is important to me. But this woman has disrespected the woman that I'm sitting next to and married to. So this guy has I, I, no context. I would for argue what's going that on. you respect women by treating them equally to men and how you address them. And you've had multiple arguments I've seen with women that are equally as severe as men. That's Much fine. like at the Super Bowl, you treated that woman walking the player around, <laughs> like Justin Forsett, like you would treat a man. Right. So, yeah. But the idea that I should, I should defer to this woman yelling at my wife out of some gentlemanly respect for women is ridiculous. And that this guy from uh, 20 feet away from the argument should mediate it is ridiculous. Um, and, and so the, the initial bout of this dies down. But nobody on our team... None of the parents on our team do anything to chime in on this and defend Teresa or stand up for us, which disgusted us. Um, and so that was it for the time being. So was the guy that's on your team, the guy on your team, was he on their side? Yes. Well, no, he was in the middle. He was sitting behind the plate. I got you. Okay. All right. He's right in the middle. And there are bleachers behind the plate also where she could have sat. That's where the mix I'm still trying to figure out why she's sitting right in front of you guys if there's open. Because I'm thinking, well, maybe if the dad on your team took her spot on the bleachers, then she went over there. So this is a field where there are bleachers near the one team's dugout, bleachers near the other team's dugout, and there are bleachers behind the plate where things tend to mix a little bit. Yeah. Which I feel like she could have been in either one of those two things. 
So that ended that. But then this Did you dad, step away from the situation at some point? No, we stayed because we were kind of pinned in. We were in the like back left of these bleachers. Teresa's got the bad back. It's hard. You know, she needs to get settled and be somewhere. So we just kind of bared it, and it died down. Now they're texting each other or whatever. Uh, two dads are kind of talking over there about how, you know, I went to a Michigan and Oregon game, and I sat... Um, you know, Michigan fan, and I sat in the Oregon section and whatever. I said, yeah, I bet you bought a ticket to that. That's not really, you know, a, a, a comp. <laughs> this is a dad league. on your team. I bet you so bought no. a ticket to that. This oh, wasn't Little League, was it? Thing. Okay. You know, it's not, it's a, a, kind of a different situation <laughs> so, that you're talking about. I'm just trying to get the visual right. Are these dads talking on the other side of the field, or are they kind of next to you on the bleachers, they're, still on your side? They're standing next to the home plate bleachers. Gotcha. Okay. And they're parents of kids on Simon's team. Those two were parents of kids on oh, the other team. Okay. So, that so everyone's on the same side. Other people are texting them. They're having a good laugh. Yeah. Whatever. We're trying Seemingly to everyone's on the same side against you. Yes, everyone's against us. Yeah. So uh, whatever. We watch the rest of the game. They're losing pretty badly. Simon gets called in with the bases loaded to try to work out of a jam. It doesn't go great. Throws uh, the, the last inning much better. Three outs and four batters. Uh, Teresa's back, you know, at that point, she needs to stand up and walk around. So we stand up and go stand on the path. I talk to one dad who I consider one of my two friends, you know, that I'm closer with on the team about the whole thing. And this woman is clearly talking bleep about us as soon as we left on the thing. And she's still in the same spot same she was spot. in the whole time, has not and moved. And so Teresa kind of shouts, like, we're still right here. You know, there's a lot of shouting going on, and this and this woman is still going on. She didn't hear Teresa, so I of course can't resist here, and I step up to um, to to the back of the bleachers, and I say, "We're still right here." And she said, "Oh, I don't, I don't care." And she's like, uh, "These parents here, uh, you know, of of somebody on your team are telling us how bad you are, or whatever." Wow. To which the, the woman mom, immediately sold out your teammates. Well, maybe she did, but she also said that's not that's not really what I said, you know. Oh. But um, she, she she's just going. So I go back and forth with her, and she says, "You you are uh, you are what's the word? Trash. I told you, guys. you are trash." She called me trash several times. And she said, "You are such a northerner," and I said. I am a northerner. I'm proud to be a northerner. You know what we do where I come from? We talk about people to their face. We don't wait for them to leave and walk away and cowardly talk about them as soon as they're gone. Like I'm doing here. I'm addressing you to your face, talking about me as soon as I leave. Instead of waiting for you to leave so that I could talk about you after you're gone. You know, so then, then uh, you know, the, the whole thing just de-escalated uh, again. And she said nothing from there. It de escalated. I feel like this woman no, isn't the one to not say I anything so, after that comment. I'm sorry? She, she got silent after that comment? No, it went. I, you know, I, I walked <laughs> I was away. About to say, she's and not then she started. How southern is this there. woman, by the way? Uh, a little to get more a southern than she appeared early. <laughs> okay. Early. Uh, red. Yeah. So, all right. The, a little to, red. To, to put a cap on it. Um, so I had gotten into an exchange with that dad who yeah. chimed in early. He came over, and Teresa tried to engage him in a conversation. Like, why would you side with them from 20 feet away instead of signing with me, or at least investigating what was going on when I'm with your team? And he wouldn't even engage with her. So talk about disrespecting a woman. He was like above talking to a woman. Then I took a shot at his kid, which was <laughs> unnecessary. Now, <laughs> 
Yeah, I said, hey, one for three. <laughs> one for three on ground balls at shortstop. He's right up to his usual. The age of these kids? Right up to his usual. The age of these kids again? 11. But I've, I've had, look, look, I was a shaken up bottle, right? I was a oh. shaken up bottle at this point, and the court came out. So everything that I hadn't said all season, I, I, I said. And this guy's, a sanctimonious, a, this guy's a sanctimonious ass. And all season you he said one for three. Like, good job. Were you clapping? I could see you doing yeah, the clapping one thing. One for three. Good job. Hey, ground up. Ground up. <laughs> he said, check the stats. Check the stats. I said, we don't keep fielding stats. If we did, I have a pretty good idea what they'd be. <laughs> oh, oh, God. All right. How so, big is this guy? Average size. Okay. So, then so the bigger first, than you. Then the first base coach, who's a, a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I made that comes out of the dugout. <laughs> First base coach comes out of the dugout. The kids are in the field, so he's in the dugout. He comes over like he's going to settle everything down. And I say, you have no idea what's going on. How many coaches on the team? Two. Like two? The head so, coach yeah, and this he coaches third. The head he coach. comes over and he's like, uh, he's going to, you know, he's, I'm going to settle this whole thing down. I said, you have no idea what's going on here. Don't, don't get involved. You have no idea what's going on here. Um, is it because Teresa, it's loud on the field and he's now got to investigate? I'm assuming yeah. that it got to the point where they had to come well, in. You can kind of tell when something's going on from a, but he has a no few idea yards what. away. And I asked Simon, I said, what did you hear? And he said, I heard one time something, but otherwise I didn't hear anything. And nobody was talking about anything. You know, so that's my kid giving me absolution. But I, I don't, you know, I, I was looking at the kids. The nobody first base was, coach is not a parent, correct? These are paid coaches? First base coach is a parent. Okay. Yeah, third base coach. He went after his son. Okay. No, I thought that was the other dad. That's the first base coach. No, he no. didn't go after. Him. What do you mean go after? You him? said something about the guys. Uh, the, the guy who initially chimed in to Teresa that said you shouldn't talk to a woman that way or talk to you. I thought you oh, went, I after went after his son. His son. And then you went after. Another, didn't you go after the? Co this is something separate. You went oh, after his son. Guy. This guy has no, a this son. This guy on the came team. out with his son. Yeah, this on the is team. a different. He's, you know, oh. he's going to handle the whole situation. I told him, don't even come out here. You don't know what's going on. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it, you know, things are fine. It's, it's been messy, but we're almost done. Let's finish. <laughs> let's finish this thing, and we'll get the hell out of here. He's like, uh, you know, I'm going to see that you're never with this team again. I said, I don't think that's going to be a big problem at this stage. You know, you're, you're going to be a big macho guy throwing me out. I'm pretty sure we're going to not be back at, at, at this stage amongst all of these loving people who had my back while this woman was you know freaking out on me and uh and he insisted on being in it so then i took my final crowning shot and i said go back out there and do what you do best get these kids picked off at first base like you've been doing haven't figured out a lefty's pickoff move all year go get back to work on that a lefty's pickoff move. This is this is what I will say. More kids picked off by a lefty than anybody I've ever seen in my life. When you initially, I told said me. I could get somebody off the street out here who'd do better at that. Oh, so but, yes, twice but, I went out of bounds on the. On well, the this is a dad. This is not a paid coach that you said this about, right? Yeah. As someone who coaches a team, I do take exception to that. If it was the paid coach, I'd have a little bit more leniency for you. No, the paid. But that coach, dad's out there coaching, and you're not. So I could easily. Oh, he I'd should, like to be out. He should have handed I, you the I, hat and said, "How I, about you come out here and coach?" I, I'd team? say, "Thank you." Finally, somebody who can tell a kid back. <laughs> um, but I tell uh, you, got pretty loud last night. Back. <laughs> yeah, this guy's incapable. Back. Look at the picture when he throws it the first go. Back. <laughs> um, I love that as a command. 
but uh, look, so then he's trying to tell the coach about this, and the coach is clearly saying, I don't, th th this is for after the game. Teresa went up and said, don't listen to him. And he said, I'll sort it out after the game, which is exactly right. We laughed quickly after Simon got his runners-up trophy. I talked to the coach on the phone for 10 minutes when I got home, sorted out with him, told him I respect him, I like him, he did a good job. The parent thing was not good. We, uh, you know, clearly didn't jive with these people, none of whom supported us when somebody came after her. And, you know, I, I was sorry it didn't work out, and that would be that. Simon has an invitation to play with somebody else this weekend. Before this, was, was headed there anyway. And, uh, and, and we don't fit with this team that isn't very concerned with, with winning or, or getting a guy back to first base when there's a, a move made. Do you see that at all as a you problem or a them problem? It's, bo it's both. But it wasn't, it wasn't a good fit from the start. Was it we so wound up there because the Admirals broke up and the timing was bad. Yeah. And we had to take uh, an invitation. We got an invitation. I I'm just trying but to I understand. jive with these parents to a large I'm degree. I'm trying to understand how there's not one parent who could have stepped in and said, well, hold on, what's going on here? And at least taken the Even side of let's listen, to be let's listen to Paul and Teresa and find out what's happening. While this lady's also yelling, they're both both are in the wrong. You're yelling at a little league game. I think everyone can understand that's not the right thing to do. Someone has to remove themselves from the situation. You and Teresa failed in doing that. She failed in doing that. The lady in front of you also a huge failure in this. But the fact that universally everyone took her side does bother me a lot. It, do you? I'm going to put you on the sofa here a little bit on the couch. Do you then go back and start thinking, what was I doing all season to create that? Or was I doing anything that out of line? Um, I don't particularly care about that element. I, you know how I am when something goes like this. You both know. We've done it with the interviews that I've failed out of phone calls or stuff. I immediately replay it and regret the stuff that I did. So I'm, I'm filled with regret over a bunch of it. Over the course of the season, that I'm pissed off that the shortstop insists on, on holding the runner on second base with the right-handed <laughs> batter up. I mean, that's bad baseball. So I'm pissed that the shortstop does that. That's bad baseball. And the dad swaggers around like, that's great. And his kid's getting it done. I hate that. <laughs> I, I, I hate that. I'll say it. I'm not naming names. I'm not telling you what the team is. But that's crap. And I hate it. Um, and so I probably carried myself with that. But I didn't talk to that guy. I, I, so I don't deal with the people that I don't like. I was, I was perfectly affable to a lot of the other kids. I was the guy that chased down the home run balls and made sure that a kid got the ball that he hit for a home run. I didn't love all of them, but I got along. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they didn't love me. I'm, I'm more brash and outspoken Specifically, than Specifically, which 11-year-old did you not love? Was it the left fielder? I hear the left fielder was a real the kid pain. That, the kid that wouldn't get back to first. Yeah. Back! No, there were only one or two kids that. I, 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 listen, if there's a if there's a little league parent out there that tells you they love all the kids on the team, <laughs> they're, they're lying, or they don't know baseball, or they don't care. I care. I'm sorry. Or they don't know baseball is the same uh, response that the woman in front of you had last night. Don't you know baseball? I, I, I'm just amazed that uh, two parts of the story. One, I'm with you, Paul, that is very, very odd, regardless of how you had behaved all year or not behaved, that not one damn parent came to your defense to at least say, you know, she needs to shut up, too. Can, can, or, and this is the worst part of this Her whole thing. stood off to the side this and let the whole thing This happen. is the worst part of the whole thing. I'll say... How does not one other parent on the other team come to her and say, would you knock it off? 
that knows her. There are kids playing. All of you shut up. I would have been the parent that walked over and said, you are coming with me to our side. You are going to shut up. To you and Teresa and her. I would have said that. like, this is over. Like, this is stupid. Yeah, nobody even came to me. It's 11-year-old like, baseball. Even if you're against me, this is how soft these people are. Even if you're against me there, uh, like, even if, if this whole group is against me, nobody had the stones to come well, I, and say something. I am more I'll just sat. But now that I've heard the whole story and did a good job telling it, I am more angry at the other team's parents for not stepping up and at least if everyone on your side came and, oh, well, you know, these uh, just talking trash about you and telling you to shut up, every someone on their side should have shut this lady up too because she's just as big a part of it, right? That's what's odd to me is that not one parent, either she has frightened that other team so much that everyone's afraid to talk to her or they, for whatever reason, wanted her going after you, which I think is odd to want a shouting match going on in the stands of a Little League game. Well, uh, just one more note, Hutton, before your thoughts. Um, many people, after I posted it on the group chat and then dis- took myself out of it, I said, you know, and this is true, and you guys know this, if somebody instigated something with somebody else's wife or a mom of that team, who would have been the first guy, no matter how I feel about this group, who would have been the first guy amongst that parent group to step in and defend? It would have been me. Everybody knows that. Those people know that. So I, I feel badly that nobody there feels compelled to do anything with me. Now, I've spoken to a couple of the parents who I'm closer with who said they didn't realize that that's what happened at the beginning and everything. But again, nobody asked. And then I uh, talked to one of the moms this morning who reached out to me who said, you know, she was trying to calm that woman down because she's in her circle at school unavoidably, but that she's an irrational woman. Oh, this woman, woman works with children. Awesome. She's an irrational... No, no, but they, they go to the oh, same I school. Oh, I got you. Okay. okay. Their <laughs> kids go to the same school. That's what That we she's an know. irrational woman and that she found her behavior appalling. So there's some, uh, you know, witness on the my side. And there was, a, there was a nice message posted about you also today. Oh, yes, on Facebook. And there was? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Paul is the king of. Hey, will you guys bring this up? Well, you didn't bring it up there? specifically. Enough. And then uh, Putin said there Facebook. was a post on Facebook there was? this morning. Well, my wife posted like uh, you know if uh, she didn't sp- post specifically about the incident, but it, it was in reference to the incident. And you know we're not very gushy <laughs> personally. <laughs> and she said, you know, if you judge this guy just based on him, you know, being brash on the radio or. Or you know how he, he he you know might act at a game or whatever. She didn't say a game. She didn't say a game. But you get yeah. my, my yeah, point. Yeah. You're you're missing the mark. You know. If you were guy, a host or hostess at a restaurant who's been insulted by this guy before. The or, gist of it. Yeah. You know, she said he's as loyal as they come. A first base coach. As loyal as they come. Stands up for his people. Number one, and I love him. And lo and behold, who are the first three or four people that comment on that? Parents from the baseball team that we've played on up until this season, all offering, you know, amens to that. The parents on a team that we love being a part of and that we hope to play with again. So thank you, Teresa. Why End of story. Uh, Unless Hutton has thoughts that. from from the gallery from David Reed, who has been laughing uh, as much as I have. I know David Reed has thoughts on this whole. Thing. Reed, Reed at one point on the text chain last night said, "Nothing's getting better than that." I'm going to bed. No. Well, that was uh, Chad's comment. Oh yeah, Chad made a side comment. I had a Brentwood High School uh, comment that made Reed laugh. 
So, and a true one. Here's, here's, my, here's my thing about it. So I never had an experience like this playing ball as a child because my dad would just sit in the parking lot leaning up against his truck smoking cigarettes. So I think at this point, maybe for Simon's sake, you should take up smoking. <laughs> I'll talk to Kirby or Jacob. The only thing I could tell Paul was uh, was upset about it last night, so I I'm still upset. I eased on the off the gas a little yeah, bit were, on what I was going to do. I, I started to get a little bit of a smart ass throughout the whole thing, then I kind of backed off because I, I could tell that. you were upset. I but um, the one thing that I will say is that if I can't, this is the, this is where Paul becomes a hypocrite. T- something totally separate of this. But if I came in and had this story that happened in Mount Juliet, Paul's first mm. thing would be. This is why you got to come play in Williamson County, Chief. Everybody is decent people out there. There's no incidents, no altercations. You're out there with all the rednecks in Wilson County, and this is what happens to you. That would have been your response. I, you're, you're right, and I'm stunned <laughs> that this woman. I don't know where her dress. Quite well, frankly, I didn't get her driver. By the way, I didn't get yes. her driver's license. You're 50 percent of this. This is not the woman in the driver's license. Yeah, I mean, this your is, address is what county? That says Williamson. I mean, you're 50 percent of this. This is more about. I, I, I my saw. I saw this happen in Hartsville one time at a tournament when I was growing up. Like this is the type of stuff that would happen. I just in Charleston. It's more county. about my birth certificate Here, than my driver's here's license. Here's my thing. I would argue. How how is this fun for the kids? Um, Why can't adults act like adults at Little League games? Yeah. I mean, it's fair. But uh, the kids, to as crit- far as to be I'm critical of the people who stayed silent, I would be one of those people. I would sit there and be like, I hope this blows over because this is pure misery. I'm here trying to watch my child, trying to watch the team that I've sat through, miserable baseball, by the way, at this That's- level, uh, over and over and over again, uh, weekly, uh, to the point where I'm sitting here thinking, will someone just get rid of both of them? Uh, will the umpire, will the coach step in? Who are these people? That's why. That's why to me, it's very disappointing that there's not at least one person or one couple on each side that could have come that knew both sides. Someone that came to Paul and Teresa and just said, "Hey, she's being crazy," but can, to, to diffuse, right? <laughs> no, there is a second she, thought. She's she's a little crazy, but let's let's chill out. And not one parent from the other side couldn't go to the lady that said something to T and just say, "Why don't you come sit over here with me? The kids are out here playing. Can we please?" Stop this in the crowd. There is a second thought. Is she is she sitting on your team side because her son or family member, whoever's playing, because uh, I don't know how old they are, uh, th- these people, um, are they about to become a teammate of this of this team? No. Or is this kid a recruit? Not to our team. Oh, okay. Not to our former team. My guess is he's probably a good player, and they didn't want to go after the parent or the. I mean, I know I know recruiting guardian. in Williamson County, but you're pretty good. He's a good player. So uh, if he that's the case, player. maybe they didn't want to insult the mom of the star player. He, he was a good player. What are the umpires? What are the umpires doing? Probably, if, what are the well, umpires here on a nightly basis from you if you're going after the first base coach of I'm, your own team? I'm pretty good with the umpires. I butter the umpires out. <laughs> I always, I'm the guy when a foul ball hits the ump. I'm like, "Are you okay, Blue?" Maybe that'll shake some sense into you. I just, I don't, I don't think, I don't think good things happen when you talk to the umpire at all. Whether you're buttering them up, well, telling them something, just depends. when you're in the stands, I would leave that to the coaches. No, as you get, as you get older, as I don't get older, but Paul, you can, you can, you can talk to me like I'm your kid. I've got a six-year-old. I've got a two-year-old also. I am telling parents out there, all of them, I don't care. This is why youth sports is in trouble. It's because of parents. 
And I don't care how old you are, you don't talk to the umpire. It's not going to get you anywhere. You're missing what I'm saying. The conversation with the umpire is like when he's between innings behind mm. and you're asking if he has enough to drink, yeah. how oh, many games are you working that's, today. That's okay. That kind of But I'm saying don't, human. Yeah, don't make call. him human. Yeah. Which is also kind of funny that you're sort of bribing him in that way. But do you have your team? Yeah, you joke about that. You yeah. joke about that. Hey, that's your bias, the outside strike. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how, that's how you kind of joke, yeah, that all joke about it. I'm sorry you had to go through that, Paul. Uh, third, I really am. Third thing. But I third, mean, third and final thing that I'm surprised by. I'm not surprised that Paul's involved in this. No. The surprising part was Teresa was involved in this. Yeah, I feel like uh, maybe in, in your relationship, well, you, guys have, you guys have like really grown personality-wise together. I'm not implying she did. It could be wrong. like a mind meld happening. She she responded to the, the woman in front, or the woman in front responded to her. It started all this. Um, but I... And then you know, that continued throughout the night. I normally hear stories of only Paul involved. I, I will and say, on, well, she didn't raise her voice or anything. You know, uh, in this, I had her back, and she had my back. In this incident, the woman in front of you is the instigator. She was the one who kicked off this whole problem. Um, but I think there's a lot of guilty parties after that. <laughs> And I, I'm not just saying you or Teresa or her or her friend. Mm -hmm. I'm saying every parent there. Coaches included. Coaches included. And I'm talking to the first base coach. Go coach your team. Yep. You let another parent handle that in the stands. You don't need to play cowboy and come running out there. <laughs> and I'm going to solve this issue right now. Like if I if I I coach third and first base for our our, uh, our little league team. If I'm seeing something right next to me in the stands, and I know the people, I might turn and say, "Hey, let's let's cool it, please," during the game. But I'm not going to run out of the the field and go. Here's Chad to the rescue, coaching, and I'm now I'm going to break this fight up. Let someone else handle it. I think a lot of guilty parties here, and unfortunately, the kids aren't the guilty ones. I'm miserable. That's the that's Jacob. The sad part. Uh, you played a lot of little league sports. Your uh, your thoughts. It just sounds like Paul's the reason I couldn't go home till two hours after every game because my dad was arguing with someone in the parking lot. So, he was usually the one calming the people down and saying, "Hey, oh, he's the stop yeah." Oh, this. we left very quickly, so we didn't slow the parking lot down. I can I'll see Jacob that. is much more of a like a moderator and not a fighter. Of a, he's going to get the people together in the fight and defuse it. Yeah, for clarity, so Jacob's dad being that guy also makes for it. For clarity's sake, this did not go on the whole game. This was a minute and a half with her in the second inning. Okay. And then this was, you know, three minutes late in, in the game. It was five minutes total over the course of the whole thing. Um, Patrick on Twitter says, early in the week, Paul couldn't think of a primary complaint. Then he went to the ballpark, problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> and, an enemy. and an enemy for the enemy. Oh, hey, hey. Speaking of that. There it is. This right here. There it is. That. Shall we, shall we put a piece of paper here and finally add something to it? That's coming Friday, people. We'll add it Friday. Nameless uh, woman. The, yes. The, the, maybe that's number one. The nameless I woman. Do, I do the know. blonde? I do know. <laughs> blonde. I do know, I do know her first Ms. name. Ms. Stevenson? I do know her first name, and I do hope that she visits the pharmacy today. <laughs> Ch chances are... Right. Chances are she uh, she has before. Is that what? Is oh, that I got you. Okay. That's I thought right. you like knew where where her prescription was being filled. I don't know and where. I'm like, but are I hope we, it's being filled. Are we is, are we supposed to report a crime before it's committed? That's what I'm thinking. Paul's Paul talking about that. the burger joint. Yeah. <laughs> 
the pharmacy. This is uh, like I bit uh, my tongue on one there. This, <laughs> this is well, like I didn't know, mean to put them all on the team. Yeah, I didn't mean what, to put them all the team. We tea. know what they serve over this there. This is like my my, uh, my my pastor was explaining the uh, the confession rules when you confide in a pastor that, that he has to take it to his grave. Yeah. But also, I was thinking I looked up legally if someone confessed to I'm going to kill this person or threaten harm oh. on someone, are they legally obligated to report that to authorities? Like even if you're a priest or a pastor. And I started thinking, what are the legalities with co-host? <laughs> As Paul said, I hope she goes to the pharmacy today. I'm thinking, if he knows where this woman is going, should I report this? Why, uh, that something's gonna why happen? have you looked this up? This is a bad search engine type query for yeah. you. What, did you what can I get away with that I've told my pastor in Nashville, Tennessee on May? No. I should know that this. That in combination with the kill list is, is <laughs> that, yeah. uh, pretty incriminating. Yeah. yeah, I should know the answer to this uh, in terms of what you have to report as yes. the child of someone who's heard thousands of confessions. Well, and I don't. Please know. find out. But uh, I, I'm really interested because he's not in the shape I don't think there's me. a st like if you confess to a priest about murder, I, they don't have to report that. No, but I think what a priest would be telling you is you have to, as you part of the confession, go, you have to go to the yes. authorities with this. But I'm saying if someone said, I really need to absolve myself of this, I killed a man in 1991, they don't then go to the authorities, to the cold case unit, and say, I know who did it. The I, priest I think or the minister wouldn't, but the priest or the minister would be encouraging that person. But I think if you go and say, I'm, I'm punching my wife, and she makes me so mad I might do it again, then they're going to go report that. That's my understanding. Clergy of. out there. Uh, <laughs> I have a cousin who's a pastor also who can explain this to Get him to on me. the line. Get him on the Zoom line. This has been an eventful I, first segment, man. Just I, sit, uh, can we sit back and just say this has been a very been eventful first Let's segment? Let's be clear. I'm not in line for any violence out of this. Event. No, not at all. Paul is not a violent man. I am man. always an arguer. Of course I was kidding. If I, if I was serious about that, I wouldn't be saying it on the show. Or searching it on Google. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me erase this Google Gosh. search real quick. Can I can I set up can like I how I'm reading murder? the chain last night versus like my, the imagery? You were very is, excited. I was excited, but so Claire. I'm trying to be, get some catharsis. Claire and, and Hutton's like show father. Uh, no, uh, well I'm thinking to myself like this is like a reunion show because Claire's watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion show. On, on on DVR. Those are the best shows, As, by the way. Those are always the best episodes. And Andy Cohen is the moderator and the mediator, and he's setting all these women up for all this banter. Oh, it's great. And as I've got a, I've got one headphone in, listening to an interview of something, and then my left ear, I can hear the TV, and then I'm I'm reading Paul's text in real time. So I'm thinking this would be. Like this is like a Bravo show. Yeah, it's if like, Andy Cohen was where you are right now, and it's Paul I, there, and I'm the blonde woman, <laughs> and you could bring them together for a reunion, no, not happening. <laughs> you are trash. You are trash. You get a lot of that. David, David, to response to when I said she called me trash a bunch of times, he's like, "You're a lot of things, but you are not trash." <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, David Reed also had a funny Murray County reference to that. He said, "Usually, that's what Williamson County people called us for Murray County was your trash." <laughs> to be to, to also this be was fair, Williamson on Williamson. What crime. your overall theme here is? We would have your back in this situation. Yeah, absolutely. In 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 the wild, we would it's, have your it's back. It's funny too. Here's the the complete capper. I want to be done with this. But <laughs> when yeah, I, when Benjamin I, Albright said this to you at a game, but did I would be right there with When I talked to the coach afterwards, who's a reasonable guy and a good coach, <clears throat> he said. Uh, and I, I talked about nobody having our back. He said it's funny because my conversation with the kids after the game was about them having each other's back. So. How um, 
Is Simon okay? Did he? How did he take all this? You said he didn't hear much of it. He he took it well. Good. Good. He. Uh, he's on to the. Uh, he was consoling us, which he, is the kind of kid he is. He's on to the better team now. So he was playing with them this weekend. They're going anyway. to win this weekend. Yep. He was consoling. Uh, he was going to play with this team this weekend, and he's reunited with four of the guys that he played with, uh, including several of the parents who chimed in on this Facebook post. Good. We have a lot to get to over the next 25 minutes or so before the Tennessee Power Hour, which includes primary complaint. We have that around the corner. Uh, also... I am curious to see what you guys think of the documentary that ESPN has announced on Derek Jeter compared to our anticipation for what the last dance was with Michael Jordan. We'll discuss that. And the Tennessee Power Hour includes a preview of Game 2 tonight, Preds and Canes, uh, plus our look at the Titans and their emphasis or lack thereof just based on title alone of analytics. It's all straight ahead on Outkick 360. <music> 360 across the Outkick network. I'm still laughing at, at, at well, at Paul's story, but also Chad <laughs> saying he was Googling about the breach <laughs> confidentiality. I randomly thought about that coming back from break. You been to confession break. lately? I need to. We don't have confession, but you can always go to. <laughs> I went um, before you. You yeah. watch, did you watch a show or something? We're not. We're not Catholic, so we don't have confession. <laughs> it's not only Catholic. We're reform. We're, we're Lutheran, so we reform. But it's it's a. Um, it's not only Catholic. It's a. It, it's basically the, the whole lesson was encouraging to if you have something you want to get off your chest. Uh, we're like a therapist. We're your spiritual therapist. Come talk about it, and we take it to our. Oh, room. oh. Type deal. So. But it got me thinking about what type of high crimes yeah. does this man know about? <laughs> is what I'd like to know. Like how many people have confessed the to things you'll hear. serious crimes? Um, how much of a confessional do you think this Yankees uh, and Derek Jeter documentary will be? Let me the go first six part on series. This, as the Yankee guy. How honest do you think it will be? I mean, I think it'll be honest, but I don't think that that's going to... He's fiercely private about yeah, I don't, his life. I, I, so we'll find out a little bit more about him, but guess what? He's not that interesting. I'm a huge Yankee guy. Oh, I, I, I love know. Derek Jeter, but I don't think there's that much there. I don't. I mean, he's a pretty boring guy. Aside from the gift baskets that he hands out and the, yeah, the cell phone policy in his home, I don't think they're getting into that. <laughs> I mean, nothing's going to be in it that he doesn't want in it. Who's oh, producing it? Well, the same thing with Jordan. Right. Jordan wouldn't release certain things. Like he he had control over uh, content with the NBA. On the the last dance, but it was still a great behind the scenes look at everything. I'm just, I, I think we'll have some. I hope we have some clubhouse inside looks and and <coughs> I do too. more than I don't, just sit I don't down think, and chat about the player. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be anywhere close to the last dance in terms of layering new stuff onto Jordan. Though the hope is that we know so little about Jeter that there's there's a lot right. more room. We know this much about Jeter, so there's this much more room to learn. We knew this much about Jordan, so there was only this much more right. to learn, and they found some stuff. So there's hope there. But I, I don't think that, that there's that much depth to the to the Derek Jeter story, especially when you're comparing it to something like like Jordan. Does he does he have final editorial control and everything like Jordan did? I, I haven't seen that. I know that he's 
agree to take Is part he a in producer it. of it. But I don't know that he has final the way, cut. The way I read it was he he has say <laughs> in the content. He he also will will control the how he responds to certain topics and stories. Like a six part series, it's got to go fairly deep. They're going to get into his women at some point, um, and I would assume some of his women will be on camera, being interviewed also over the years. But something like this, I think the stories come from people that aren't Jeter. Jeter can be fiercely private, but some of the best stories in The Last Dance were told by Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen and Steve Kerr, right? I mean, other people can say what they want in this documentary, so there could be a situation where there's a lot of teammates saying things yeah. that are interesting. But, but for a guy who works so hard to be so fiercely private, to keep the spigot all the way off, he's going to turn but it the, on to drip. He's not going to turn it on to flow. And in terms of the women's stuff... He's wanted to look good in that realm forever. He's not going to let stuff out that makes him look bad. But but the key, I thought the key with the with the last dance was you had all these players and coaches telling stories, and then it went back to Jordan smoking his cigar in the chair, responding yeah, to those stories on the iPad. The iPad was right. Big. Well, and Jordan. That, so I think the the Jordan thing worked. It worked on a lot of levels. It, uh, yes. But um, it was the best sports documentary I think I've ever seen. But I think it worked because Jordan was willing to be honest about a lot, right? He was willing to be honest and get emotional about his feelings on competition and on teammates and on games and on rivalries and things like that. And that made it compelling. And then everyone else that was a part of it was equally as great when they were on camera being interviewed. But there were some things missing that, that when you get done with the 10 hours, you think that's pretty glaring. Right. His kids were on there talking about a rivalry with Utah. For about 20 seconds. That was it. His ex-wife took had no part in it. Right. His current wife had no part in it. So clearly that was Jordan saying, I'm going to give you a lot. I'm going to give you a lot about Michael Jordan, the competitor, the athlete, my dad dying, a lot of different things. We're not going to talk about my first marriage. We're not going to talk about my current personal life. My kids are not going to be a part of this saying any problems they had with me as a dad. That's not going to be this documentary. And Jordan was interesting enough in his career and his co competitive level was interesting enough that it made it work. Is Jeter the same way? Who's the right? If Jeter's, not, if Jeter's going to say, we're not going to have any of my ex-girlfriends on here, we're not going to talk about the women, we're not going to do that, is it compelling enough with everything else if he's going to be very open about it, is a big part of the way Jordan was, to, to make six compelling hours. I think Joe Torrey's compelling, but is he Phil Jackson in terms of no. Jackson being a, a weirdo and, you know... He's not even close. All of that stuff? No. And then, you know, who's the Rodman? There, there's no Rodman. You know, I'm thinking of who are the... Who are the the characters on those Yankees? I mean, Who's Paul O'Neill Rivera, a con <laughs> intense, intense guy. Mariano Rivera is an intense, intense guy. But those guys aren't three-dimensional characters, really. I mean, I think they'll tell interesting stories about what was going on with four championships in five years. That's behind. I think it'll be a lot more baseball-y yeah. than Last Dance was basketball-y. Well, Spike right. Lee. Spike Lee is is a, is, is a is producer of it, right? At this, I mean, they'll find the guy who's the quarter playing a guy in the clubhouse, <laughs> yeah. right? There'll be characters like yeah. that, I would think. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. But um, you know, I just think that the expectations are going to be over the moon, and I think it's going to be hard to to live up to what people are expecting because they're expecting the last dance, and it's not going to be the last dance. It it, it can be great though. It doesn't have to be the last dance. I, I think it, he, I think it could be really good. I hope it's really good. I mean, I love those teams. 
And I love the title, The Captain. Yeah. I love the title, The Last the, Dance, uh, also. By the way, Captain's I, I read the comments. You know, I don't like to dig it too deep into tweets. I read, uh, you know, an announcement of it, and I went into the tweets off of that. Defensive stats just crushing him, crushing him. People overrated, can't stand him. Uh, you know, anointed captain by George Steinbrenner, not by his teammates. Just, I, I'm telling you, nine out of ten comments just destroying him. The Jeter-level hatred that I didn't realize was as deep as it was. I mean, say what you will about him, and he wasn't a, a, a terrific defensive shortstop by any means, particularly later in his career. But, uh, uh, you know, you can't knock the Giambi play. You can't knock the play where he goes into the stands full speed to catch a pop-up and comes up Ta-da. with a busted nose. Um, and you can't, you can't say he wasn't a major contributor to four championships in five years. I, I, you know, you can say he's an overrated player and you could make a good case there, but you can't say he wasn't a championship guy. If only they kept those defensive stats on your little league team, you'd have had so much more ammo in well, that argument. I mean, this guy didn't. That move, one this guy didn't move five feet for a pop up at pitcher. He sure as hell ain't running into the bleachers. Oh, coming up, primary complaint straight ahead on Outkick 360. Outkick 360 rolls on. The crew is all here today. And if you're watching on YouTube, we appreciate you subscribing to the Outkick 360 channel, the all-new channel with exclusive content, including primary complaint. My primary complaint this week, and I know what Auburn is going for here. They're pushing their new coaching staff. They're pushing with this graphic their decision to hire a staff that has recruited a lot of great players. And Jacob, if you're able to zoom in on the 152 and the 30, you can see all the the championships that these coaches and the players that they've recruited. They're selling player development. This recruiting pitch also promotes your opponent and your oldest rival, Georgia. Todd Gurley, Matthew Stafford, A.J. Green, Isaiah Wynn, all Bulldogs on the Auburn football recruiting pitch, giving more juice to a program that hasn't won a title since 1980. That is my primary complaint. So my primary complaint this week has to deal with something Paul complained about yesterday. Tajay Sharp famously told Paul, or infamously told him, to stay in your lane (laughs) at one point. Tajay Sharp is no longer playing football at this point. He is out of his lane. Or maybe he's back into the lane he was always meant to be as he was God-destined to be a rapper. Who knows? Either way, Paul honestly went off on Tajay Sharp. He named names. Called him by name. We tweeted. We named names. Mentioned him. Tajay Sharp retweeted, which he has the right to do. Tajay Sharp said something about, oh, a bunch of grown men talking about me, LOL, whatever. Wasn't that funny, wasn't that clever, wasn't that good. My issue, though, in my primary complaint comes to viewers of this show and listeners of our show that have a problem with us being honest. Tweets like this, come on guys, y'all are better than this, or this is beyond lame. To the first tweet, no, we're not better than this, it's what we do. When we have an honest beef, we bring it to this show and we discuss it. This is beyond lame. This is corny as hell, someone said to Paul. I'm sure a Tajay Sharp fan said that. 
What do you want in entertainment, people? Do you really prefer? I cannot jive on the same level with a consumer of entertainment that prefers phony and fake and pretends to love everything and love everyone. That is not this show. When we have a problem with Tajay Sharp, we're going to talk about it. We have a problem with James Franklin, we're going to talk about it. And no, we're not better than that. Because that is honesty. That's what I want in entertainment. That's what I hope everyone who's watching this right now also wants in their entertainment. And those who have a problem with it, you are my primary complaint. My primary complaint is this guy. This old, washed up guy who has no business managing in the major leagues in 2021. Mr. Tony LaRussa. Look, Yerman Mercedes hit a 3-0 pitch for a home run off Twins Utility Man. And forgive me if I don't get the name right. I'm not good with utility men of teams I don't follow. Willens Astadia. Nailed it. Perfect. A couple days ago, he hit this home run. The Twins responded the next game with Tyler Duffy throwing behind Mercedes. Vengeance. Threw behind him, didn't hit him. Doesn't feel like a giant deal to me. LaRusa said before that game, where Duffy threw behind Mercedes, a very good player, it was a big mistake. I was upset because that's not the time to swing 3-0. and The Twins knew I was upset. With that kind of lead, it's about sportsmanship. Respect for your opponent and respect for the game. There's going to be a consequence that he's going to have to endure within our family. It won't happen again. He's not going to do that again. No, no, he's not going to hit a home run for us again. We can't have that. We can't have this guy taking a 3-0 pitch and smashing it over the wall and entertaining our fans. Why would we want that? I'm going to score. I might bench him. I might have to bench him for a game to punish him for this, doing what he's supposed to do, doing the sort of thing we signed and groomed him to do, taking a meaty pitch over the plate and depositing it over the fence. How dare he? What the hell is this, Tony? I, I, I mean, they threw behind your guy and you're upset with your guy for doing the thing that made them throw behind him? This is stupid beyond measure. Well said by both of you on your primary complaints today. Well said by you today. as well. Um, we offer and give you the option of airing your primary complaint with us each and every week. 360 at outkick.com is the email address and how you can do that. We have uh, one that we've picked out this week written and sent in to our email address. You can also send the video and audio. But as we go to the screen... For this week's complaint, Briley Parkway. Why is the speed limit 55 miles per hour? Everyone drives 70 to 80 on the road, yet the cops who also drive that speed pull you over. <laughs> Briley Parkway, nothing more than a police speed trap for tickets. Come on, Nashville, raise the speed limit and get with it. Uh, we'll give proper credit to this emailer in, in a moment, uh, but uh, we're with you on the speed traps. Look, they're all around. We're not, we're not a fan this of those. Time and time again about uh, Nashville uh, police. If you speed, you'll get a ticket. Do anything else, have your lights off, drive with your brights on all night long. Uh, well, this is not just know, a Nashville problem. I don't think weed. a lot of municipalities well, are that's fine. ticketing this. Ticket people for other stupid things they do besides speeding. I beg you. Blocking yeah. the box, for instance. <laughs> I'd like one person 
in America to be ticketed for blocking the box outside of Manhattan or a major city. Atlanta. I mean, we're not big a major city. Uh, if Atlanta has these signs for everywhere. Oh, I mean, we've painted it on the roads now. We're, we're telling people not to do it. But when they do it, what happens? No consequence. There's you never could also send in a video. 60 seconds or less is what we're asking for. But also audio, and we'll pair it together for you. Jacob and Lance and David do a great job with this. Here's a great example. My primary complaint is with the mechanics of Twitter. We've all heard the theory that you should have to confirm a tweet prior to sending it out, preventing ill-informed athletes of making stupid comments. I want to take that concept and expand it to other aspects of Twitter, like quote tweeting, retweeting, or liking a tweet. As I'm scrolling through my Twitter feed, I inadvertently come across an OutKick article that was promoted by Clay or somebody from the esteemed <laughs> OutKick 360 about the world's hottest weather girl, Yannette Garcia, starting an OnlyFans account. I immediately unlike it because I am disinterested in that. Go back to my perusing my Twitter timeline. Like any good husband, one of my followers is my wife. The bloodletting that followed was on par with the piss pounding that Will Vitek got from J.J. Watt wanting to know why I liked an OnlyFans advertisement. That is my primary complaint. That is an excellent, excellent complaint. The internet always comes I like back how he said, you. and I unliked it because I'm not interested in that <laughs> after liking it to begin with. Got it. Um, Got you know, it. I hear that girl has great meteorological skills. Yep. Also, like that's she's really renowned for her so uh, he, her knowledge of cumulus clouds. He Mississippi liked State, it, I believe, and then know. he quickly unliked it. So he accidentally liked it. Yeah, he said he he said he was scrolling through and accidentally liked. Yeah, the accidentally. So tried That's like my dog ate my homework. But how about the rabbit ears on his wife? Yeah, she saw this momentary I, like. I didn't like all those swimsuit photos at two a.m. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Must have just popped up as an ad in my feed. And uh, no, I didn't do that. Oh, excellent, excellent. That was great. And that's an example of you send us a tweet. Along with an audio recording, 360outkick.com. We'll pair that together. And for, for those watching, got a show with that also, just because of that. We Absolutely. can we can pair it up and we want more of those. So hit us up, 360outkick.com. Send us your primary complaint. Uh, people have been clever. We had uh, Slappy Vader on video. Right. We've had, if, if you don't, if you're not comfortable appearing on video, you can just send us the audio, you can write it in. But please, send us your primary complaint you every over, Wednesday on the show. You can talk over a scenic video that you film. That's right. Make a movie. 60-second <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah, you could film something else. Oh, this is my complaint, and it's someone doing something. I kind of want the, um, the more impromptu uh, sort of clandestine complaint where you're, like, whispering into it like and talking about something in front of you. Or like last night, my complaint is this lady, this blonde lady in front of me who will not shut up. And you're showing the woman. Can we get something like that? Would be great. If you're going right into her, we can hear you. We can crank up the volume. Paul's like Bert like Lundquist on the 16 green at Augusta. Yeah. Look here. We go to 16. <laughs> there was no whispering. <laughs> Char Charles Schwartzel. Charles Schwartzel. Or, or, or Tiger part. with the putt. For his putt. You know? uh, the other thing, uh, a lot of people are upset uh, now with this complaint because that gives away their excuse for liking all of this OnlyFans uh, account. Yeah. You know, Just blame it on OutKick and OutKick360. Right. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> to all the wives out there, we're sorry. It was us. I don't even know what OnlyFans is. We did it. We're about to find out.
We're about to search Annette Garcia uh, in, during the break. Paul needs to open up the internet machine a few more times. <laughs> He's never heard of OnlyFans. Hey, uh, Jacob. Jacob knew exactly who Annette Garcia was this morning whenever he got that complaint in the, in the email. 360 He's at Outkick.com is how you can submit yours for next week. The Tennessee Power Hour next on Outkick 360. Hey, it's Jonathan Hutton. Thanks for listening to Outkick 360. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have the latest podcast delivered to you each and every day. And give us five stars. It helps us grow our network and provide you with more great podcasts like this one.